Candid, captivating, compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Listen in as Dr. Dina, medical marijuana pioneer and inspiration for the award-winning TV series, Weeds, shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential with your host, Dr. Dina. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your hostess with the mostest when it comes to weed and hash, Dr. Dina. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Cannabis Confidential on Cannabis Radio. Today we have a badass bitch is what I like to call her because there's not many women in the industry that can hold her own and I have so much respect for her. Not only is she a model, she is an actor, she's a musician, but she has also come out in the cannabis industry and I just love when we have new faces of talented people willing to put in time and work into the industry. So without further ado, please welcome Little Debbie on Cannabis Confidential. Hey girl! Hey, girl. How's it going? Oh, you know, we're having fun over here. I'm super excited to have you on. I've been wanting to have you on the show for a long time. And finally, we got some time with you. And I hear that there's something exciting coming out in the ne- in the very f- uh, near future. Yes, in two days. Well, actually, tomorrow, my album, Debbie, drops on iTunes. Congratulations. This is so exciting. How long have you been working on this album? A year. And girl, it damn near killed me. That's a long time. I know. It took me so long. But, you know, I'm just growing up is like such a process. And then when you make music, it's just everything that you do goes into the music. Like, as a woman, everything I go through and feel, like, goes through the music, and, and me, I take inspiration from that. So it's just been, like, a whirlwind of fucking emotions over here. It's pretty unbelievable to see that, you know, your whole world is just exploding all around you, whether it's music or your little Debbie cakes that you launched at Blazer's Cup that I was so excited to have you out there, and then you are out there for high times. And what I thought was... That was so fun! Wasn't that so fun? You looked so cute, too. Everyone was, like, obsessed with your braids all weekend. I'm like, I want my hair braided. Where does she go? (laughs) Seriously. Everybody's so sweet at the cups. I love going to the cups. Everybody's just so nice to each other, and it's a great place to meet people and just, like, hang out and come together. And that's why I love going to them on top of just, like, enjoying to smoke weed. The people are actually enjoyable and very nice. And you perform at a lot of the cups, too, which is kind of cool because there's not many women artists that come out there and get up on stage and perform. I mean, it's a hard crowd to break, and you do it. It's pretty impressive. It is. It's crazy because stoners are very, very hard to impress. Like, oddly enough, I feel like people's perception of stoners is kind of like, oh, they'll, like, do anything and eat anything, and they just get the munchies, and they're lazy, and who cares? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, no, stoners are very luxurious, kind of snobby people. Like, we have taste in class. You know what I'm saying? We're not just, like, out here smoking boo. 
Well, the best part was I went to a comedy club at a weed event, and there was like a bunch of really famous comedians coming out, and they were practicing their shtick, you know, in front of everybody. And no one was paying attention to the comedian. Nobody laughed. People were just passing their joints, passing their bongs, taking their dabs. And these comedians were so frustrated. They didn't know what to do. And it's like, if you can get anyone to pay attention, you have talent. But you're also good looking, too. So you get the, all, the, all the guys out there. You went over fairly quickly, I would imagine. I mean, yeah, of course, but it's, <laughs> and that's, but the thing is, is the marijuana community and industry is like very male dominated and people kind of, I don't think people realize that there are women, but I feel like it seems like there's a lot of women because all of the women are very dominant and like powerful women that are in the weed industry, like all of them, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just hard in general to like get the attention of stoners because we're like focused on the joint and we're focused on the bong and like is the weed grinded so I could put it in the bong right you know what I'm saying it's like yes like, the rituals they're so focused on yeah the ritual and, and so much other shit that it's hard to grab the attention of stoners dude period you know what I'm saying and, and it's hard it's hard in LA to impress people in general and that's where I feel like a lot of these weed festivals are, are going on like around LA, you know, like San Bernardino, Victorville, mostly in like valley areas, they do a lot of this stuff. So it's hard to impress because there's so many good artists already. It's hard getting that attention. And then when you're almost don't go there for the music, they're just going there to get high and network and have community. And then there's also music going on. And it's like, do we want to move from our table that we're dabbing at and pack up our glass and our torch and our dabs to go walk over to the stage? I mean, it's hard. I mean, I, I see the artists like challenged at these events because unless there's, you know, 30,000 people at the event, it's hard to fill up a stage area. But you do. You do it. And we watched you up on stage at the last few events and you killed it. And that's really hard. To oh, do. thanks. No, you're really impressive. Honestly, it is really hard. I never, when I, I remember I used to get so nervous the first time I started going on stages with like riffraff and stuff. And it is very hard, especially as like a female rapper to get the attention because I'm not a dancer. You know, I don't have a dance routine. So people look at me like, well, are you going to do backflips, bitch, or no? Like, what are you, like, are you about to like twerk for me? And it's like, I don't, no, no, I'm about to, like, rap and, and be cute and do what I normally do, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I do turn up, but it's just, like, I don't have a dance routine. And right. It's, and it's well, hard does, to... I don't think Riff Raff really has a dance routine. I know Snoop Dogg has, like, you know, his four moves that he cycles through. But it's different for so. boys. It's different. They don't it's have to very dance. different for boys. They don't yeah. have to do anything. Boys just love boys. They're just like, oh, my God, is that freaking yg who cares if he's doing anything or not that's fucking amazing but when it's a girl it's like why isn't she doing more why isn't she trying harder oh my god you know what i'm saying it's like i think that's it speaks for the all of society really i mean you look at the the history of the cannabis industry you know the reason why it's male dominated is because women's place back in the day were to sit at home raise the kids because if you touched weed and got caught, they were going to take your kids away. So at least there'd be one parent home with those kids. If your man went off to jail, you still were raising your children. But nowadays, because it's become legal and legitimate, people are coming out of the woodworks. And who's the best when it comes to creativity and branding and marketing? 
it's the women. And that's why the women are really yeah. coming out in strength. But it's it's I also noticed that we see more women at these events because the male dominated businesses hire the cute girls to work the booths. So it's kind of like a false, you know, positive. You you think there's more women in the industry than there really are because you see so many women at these events. Yeah. And yeah, it's the same for yeah. the music industry, you yeah. know, the people who are really, how many women out there are really doing it? It's, it's a tough business. Yeah, very hard, very hard. It's, it's crazy how much the weed industry ties in and is almost exactly like the music industry business setup wise, you know what I'm saying? It's, and it, it all ties into each other. When I meet rappers that aren't at these festivals, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you at these festivals? Like, don't you smoke weed? Like, don't you want to support the people, like, you buy your weed from? Or, like, aren't you a fan of, like, cookies or, like, headband or, like, strawberry banana fucking hash or whatever that shit is? You know what I'm saying? Or, like, don't you want to meet the people that make this shit? Like, why are you not there supporting this side of the industry? Especially now that we can all come together and make this shit legal and figure it out for everybody else. And it's amazing because if you had the same thing for alcohol, you would not be able to go to an event and meet, like, the guy who makes the Budweiser and the guy who makes your Coors and the guy who makes your this. But these events, you could actually meet everyone who makes your product. So that's a really good point. But we have to take a quick break, run to commercial, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Little Debbie on Cannabis Radio on Cannabis Confidential. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors. <sighs> cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. Pay quick, the safe and easy way to pay. P A Y Q W I C K dot com. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. Source, shop, network, and learn at Indo Expo, covering all things cannabis from seed to sale. Portland, Oregon's Expo Center, August 6th and 7th. Source and shop over 250 exhibitors. Network and learn at our educational seminars all weekend long. Free admission for buyers, store owners, and MJ industry professionals. Looking for a career in the MJ industry? Attend Indo Expo's Career Fair, Sunday, August 7th. Over two dozen companies are looking to place positions from master growers to marketing directors. Visit www.indoexpo.com to learn more. See you at the show. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth. 
that we can use consciously and, and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back. We have little Debbie on Cannabis Confidential, on Cannabis Radio. Girl, you are so much fun to talk to. That, that first segment just blew by already. So, I know, right? It's, it's crazy. So when I first met you, I got called to film an episode of Riff Raff Realm, which was a web series, I believe, for Complex for the artist Riff Raff. And so he's being managed by Snoop Dogg's people. And so, of course, they thought, oh, let's bring Dina on. And she'll get him really high. So I get booked and I showed up on set. And there you were. And I was like, oh, my God, is that little Debbie? And I was so excited. And I watched you go on first and you did your interview. And I was so impressed. And afterwards you left and you were – and I was hanging out with Riff Raff. And he goes, you know what? you know, I made her, you, you know, I'm the one that found her and told her she could rap. I knew she had talent and I, and I made her do it. And if it wasn't for me, she wouldn't be doing it. I'm like, Oh, come on, get out of here. There's always someone trying to take credit for someone else's work. He goes, no, really? She's my no. really good friend. And I really believed in her. I'm like, that's awesome. That's, that's really cool. Is that true? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It is true. It is true. He definitely, I mean, this was a while ago. This was like five years ago. And he calls me and he's like, and I lived in Oakland at this time. And he calls me and he tells me, you're going to come down and you're going to do a verse on this song. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. He's like, what are you doing? You're not doing shit. You're at home in Oakland. Like, come down here. It'll be chill. We can hang out, whatever. So I'm like, okay. I packed up me and my roommate. I'm such a down-ass bitch. I just did it because I really wasn't doing shit anyways. And I packed up my shit. I went to L.A. And I Wait, you moved to, to LA? L.A.? You moved to L.A.? Or no, you just, I just, you just came down? I just went there. I, okay. I, just, I just came down. It's only a, like a five-hour drive. You know yeah, what I'm it's saying? no big deal. Like, when you're from the Bay and you don't have shit to do, you go back and forth to L.A. all the time. Like, it's sick, but we do it all the time. Mobbing. So I go to L.A. I'm mobbing. Hey. So I pull up to the studio literally right when I get to L.A., and he has a song then, and he's like, I just need a verse, like, you just need to put a verse here. And I was like, oh, my God, we're really going to do this. This is scary. And at that point, I was getting a lot of hate from, like, the Gucci Gucci stuff and the Krayshawn stuff. And I was like, you want to know what? I was kind of scared. I was like, I don't really want people to keep hating me for the rest of my life. I don't know if I want to do this. And then I was like, yeah, I already hate me. So even if they hate this, like, what the fuck else does it matter? It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Because they already don't like me right now. Why not just put out more shit that makes him hate me even more? So I did it for Riff Rock, literally recorded the verse. Literally an hour after we record the song, we shoot the video. He wouldn't even let me go home and, like, get ready or anything. He's like, no, we're shooting the booth video in the studio. Brain freeze. I was brain freeze. No And he was way. like, you're going to do this right now. Yeah. He's like, right now. And I was like, okay. So ever since then, like, 
my mindset of how to make shit in the music industry was very guerrilla style. It was like record and do the video, record and do the video. It was never you're going to put out a full project. It was just do a song and do a video. Amazing. But yeah, where, he did. So he did. Like you. he pumped me into it. Yeah, look where I'm at now. Freaking riffraff. What a genius. I've been known riffraff a genius though. I was like, honestly, when I interviewed him, I was like, I, had, I it was my first time meeting him. And I'm like, what planet are you from? <laughs> like, really? He's a just... fucking genius. It's so, <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I seriously, and he's like, I truly believe he's a fucking genius. He started off my interview with, you know, people get me and Snoop Dogg confused for each other all the time. And I'm like, like shut ah. up. I'm like, oh, I can see there's a slight height resemblance. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Alrighty. No, he's amazing. No, he's, he's so great. creative. And he's and he's really freaking nice. Yeah, he's a really cool dude. We had him on our stage at Emerald City for the High Times Cup back in uh, February. It was really cool having him out there. And uh, I think Adam, I think Adam Ill kind of adopted his style a little bit with the shorts and the t-shirts and the hair. (laughs) I swear he's like total riffraff. Like neon cozy vibes. Yeah, exactly. He loves it. He's even. You've been on the on Adam's show. He's got what does he call it? Like the Versace couches. Yeah. Adam's fun. I love Adam. He's a good time. Every time I see him, he's like, what's up? Yeah, he's what? A, he is a character. Did you go out to, to Chalice this year? You know, I didn't make it to Chalice, but Doug's a good friend. I love Doug. I love Hitman Glass and all of that. And I just didn't make it. I've had this album has had me so wrapped up in like me and my work and figuring everything out. I just haven't really had time to enjoy myself because that's more of like something I enjoy doing. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. I just going to fun. these food festivals. Yeah. See, I would have loved to do that. I just really didn't have time. It really sucked because I had a lot of friends there. Well, next time you'll have to come with us. And it was a good lineup, right? It was. It was really good. Wu Tang. They had. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. It was great. Uh, so I have a question. I'm do you, do you write all your songs? I do work with a writer, but I do. He more helps me with like melody and hook. As for flow and everything else, that's completely me. I my thing as like a as an artist is like I come up with this witty shit and then I fuck up and I post it on Twitter instead of using it for a rap. <laughs> so what I started. No, seriously. So so what I started doing is I started all the witty shit I would say on Twitter, I put it in my notes. And then when it was time to get to writing, I would like literally just pull out all this fucking amazing shit. Because when I listen to your music, I feel like like it's you know, there's certain people you listen to when they when they rap or whatever and you're like that's not really them. But this is you. Like, when I, when I hear it, I'm like, that's something you would just say on the regular. Like, that's you, 100%. And that's what I love about your music. No, it's like, I'm, you're just you. Here's the thing. Like, I'm, when I make music, I'm making music so you could, like, really enjoy it and, like, dance along to it. And the thing is, is, like, when it comes to melodies, like, girl, I do not. The melody in me is not there for a bomb-ass hook. 
So I'll come to the, my writer and I'll be like the dude I work with. And I'm like, yo, this is what I want to say. Can you help me figure out a fucking tune or like a note or like a melody for like the space in between my verses? And That's he's like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or sometimes it, I think like when I hear a beat, I think of honestly like an idea, like what I want to talk about. Like, oh, today this guy pissed me off or today this girl was acting like a fucking dumbass or like this dude said his weed was better than mine. Like, huh. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I think a certain, I think a certain situation that's perfect for the beat. What I want to say, tell me with the melody, bro. I got the verse. Just tell me with this fucking melody. And that's like, and I think people have always been confused because they always ask me that. And when I'm always like, you know, I do work with somebody, they take it in a bad way. Like what you don't realize is that your favorite rappers have writers that work with them. Period. That's the way the music industry works, period. Period at the end of the day, period. And wow. people are very blind to that. And I don't like to be the person that likes to be like, yeah, you know, this and this and this. You know, like, this is how it works. And, like, show people what it really is. But that's what it really is. If you're in the studio and you're sitting with three people and somebody's a writer and somebody's a producer and, it's, and then it's you and it's your friend Joe Blow and y'all are doing a song and the writer came up with this hook, but then Joe Blow was like, oh, instead of your, you should put they are. That person, Joe Blow, gets writing credit. That's awesome. And he doesn't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like yep. anybody could get a writing credit. Like, you could change one simple word, a syllable, exactly. and literally you get writing credit. So people yep. are very stupid to that fact. Everybody that is on the radio gets help with their songs. There's somebody oh, that yeah. will always... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's forever changing. People want a certain setup, especially radio. You have to have a certain sound, and it's, it's a certain, like, formula for a song. That's that's so interesting. I, I it's so it just It's a fascinating world, you know, music, just like cannabis is. We're going to have to take a short break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Little Debbie. We're going to find out where she's going to be performing in the near future or where you can listen to her music and where you can find her online. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Dr. Dabber, 
are hurling. Its temperature is shooting past a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's order. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Previously on the Stoner Jesus Show. St. Paul's doing good work. It's Mark Greg, you're a poontang. If I can use a medical term. Yes. <laughs> the New England Medical Journal. Oh, my That's God. That's right. Uh, you can call me Dr. St. Paul now. Dr. St. Paul. I don't think I will. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wouldn't even qualify to be a vet. Oh, I'm a special kind of vet. I'll make him less lonely. <laughs> the Stoner Jesus Show. Live Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Or find the Stoner Jesus Show podcast on demand at CannabisRadio.com and StonerJesus.net. Peace, bitches. Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with Little Debbie and her Little Debbie Cake. So talk to me about your new business in the cannabis world. I know you have these little adorable cakes, and I heard there's a strain of cannabis coming out. Is that Did I hear that right? Yes, you did. I do have my own strain coming out. And my edibles, everything is going to drop hopefully within the next two months. I thought of this idea about a year and a half ago, and I needed a logo. It took me about eight months to get a logo. I, I love your logo. To, I love your logo. I love so it. It took so long to get my logo, but honestly, I got inspiration from porn anime because I'm obsessed with porn. And I saw this big, fat, juicy booty, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to make that into a cake and use that as my logo. So that's what I decided to do. And the graphic designer was actually a female. She's a girl. And she killed it. She murdered it and sent it back. And I was like, you're freaking Mary. And I love you. (laughs) So it just took me, honestly, packaging took me a long time. But I just got my packaging in. And everything should be out within the next two months. But when I do go to High Times and all these weed festivals, you can come and get my edibles and my weed strain and merch and all of that stuff. It's just not in dispensaries as of right now. Well, I think that we should be the first dispensary over at OzWeho that carries them. I'd love to do that. That would be amazing. You're going to love the packaging, too. You're going to die. Well, I love the little purple cakes. They're just so cute. So tell me about the strain a little bit. What kind of weed is it? Oh, gee. Uh, a girl after my own heart. Just, you, know, you know, it's a, it's, it's very, it's one, it's a classic, it's popular, you know, a lot of, I smoke a lot of indicas, and I just feel like I have to give the people what I would smoke, you know what I'm saying, like, whatever I would smoke, I want you guys to smoke and enjoy, because I want you to realize, like, what level I'm on <laughs> all I like day. That. Well, I'm always on OG, so now I know I can smoke with you and everything's going to be good. Because you know you have those friends who smoke train wreck and you're like, yeah. <laughs> it's always good to have a friend that smokes the same strains. Yeah. So where can your fans find you online? I know your little Debbie Cakes 420, right, on uh, Instagram? 
Yes, I am Debbie Cakes420 on Instagram. I am L1L Debbie on Twitter. And on Snapchat, I am LIL Lit, Lil Lit 420. Wait, spell that again Little Lit? L I L Lit? Little Lit. L I L L I T 420. Little Lit 420. Woohoo. Love that. But you want to know what? I've been using Periscope a lot lately. Do you use Periscope? I don't really. I haven't, only because I feel like I need someone to hold it, the phone for me, if I want to be on it. I don't know. I, you know what I mean? That like, was I just... such a bratty answer. You're like, uh, I don't want to have to hold it. Uh, yeah, because I, I don't like, get it. No, then I'm you're the it. one getting blamed for the shaky camera view. You know, I'd rather just blame it on someone else. I feel you. <laughs> so where do people find you on Periscope? Do they just follow you? Like, do they follow you? It just or... posts to Twitter. It just oh, posts post on Twitter. Sweet. And then on iTunes, you can get Debbie, comes out tomorrow on the 15th. You can actually get it tonight, and you can pre-order it right now on iTunes. It's called Debbie. And everything else, you can follow me on YouTube, which is Lil Debbie. And my website is littledebbie.net or org. I really don't remember which one, but try both and see what you get. (laughs) (laughs) That's my kind of girl. (laughs) Whatever you find me, just keep looking. Look harder. Yeah, just keep looking. Just keep looking, yeah. And are you going to be at any uh, events or performances, anything fun anytime soon? On the 28th, I am performing in L.A. at the Troubadour in Los Angeles. I'm very excited about that. And then other than that, at the beginning of August, I will be going on tour with Brick Baby in Texas, I believe. And I think we're going to hit Oklahoma. Ooh. Are you going to be in L.A. for the first weekend of August for the Stoners Cup? Yes, I am. Good, because we're judging together. Me. We're judging together. Are you we performing? Are. I just, <laughs> you know, I'm not really sure. I just saw it pop up in my calendar, and I'm such a stoner bitch that I already forgot. Well, I will remind you. But I but by the time we're no, done judging, we might forget again. So that's the problem. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited because I do this shit alone. And I'm like, I can't be the only one that, like, hates this product. Or I'd be talking shit and then people think I'm just mean. But I'm like, no, you. Just, I just want quality for my people. I don't want to be feeding them trash. Well, you should see me at work when I'm at the dispensary. Because people come in and show me their stuff. And I just can't help it. But it's like, it's horrible. You know, it's Trash. But you're really doing them a favor. I think I am, but they don't feel that way. They're very, very upset. Who cares what uh, they feel? They just don't even (laughs) understand it. It's okay. They don't get it. You're just really trying to help their business. Bring the ladies quality. If you see little Debbie at one of the events, give her some bomb OG. If you see me, bomb OG. That's what we want. We want to get high. So you are awesome. Check us out at the Stoner's Cup. We will both be out there judging. And I heard a rumor that you're performing, so I'm hoping that you will be because I'll be out there. And I truly, I'm pretty sure I will be performing. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait. And so that will be in Van Nuys, August 6th and 7th. Go check it out. And I want to give you the actual, uh, I'm, I'm, this is how, what a stoner I am. I have to go look on my Instagram to see what event it, it is. Okay, it's the SoCal Stoner's Cup. At SoCalStonersCup.eventbrite.com, you can get your tickets August 6th and 7th. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to me and Debbie chit chat about getting high in the industry and life. Everything has been awesome. You guys are great fans. Make sure you give us five stars, thumbs up, and follow us online. You can follow me at drdina420. .com or Dr. Dina 420 at Instagram and Snapchat, just Dr. Dina at Twitter. And we are done for today. Debbie, thank you so much for being on the show. And Brasco, thank you for rocking the house as our producer. We are over and out. See you next week. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.